Right. Dry again after his impromptu swim, the doctor finishes putting his clothes back on. Oh, there's nothing I can dip to fasten you up. That's a funny looking boat. Oh, it's not a boat, it's a hovercraft, eh? It's a hovercraft. Floats on the air instead of the sea. Oh, yes, yeah, I'm too old for fairy tales. True, Jamie. Terrifying thing. It's like a sea monster. Oh, we'll soon get a closer look. It's coming nearer. Sure enough, the hovercraft, now riding high on its cushion of air, is powering directly towards them across the water. Oh, yes. Yes. A shadow of concern falls across the doctor's face as he watches. I don't think I like the look of this. Let's go. Why? What's the matter? Come on, run. But, 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 don't argue. Run. Come on. Come on. Come on. Perched on the vehicle's deck, Curly aims his gun at the threesome, who are now racing up the beach towards the sand dunes. He fires. He carries on firing as the hovercraft leaves the water and continues up the beach without slowing. Dr. Jamie and Victoria dive for cover in the grassy dunes. What if we had a gun? Why did they want to harm us? Why indeed? What now? Look, Dr. Can't we go back to the TARDIS? No, we'll never make it. There's not much cover here. Perhaps we've landed in a world of madmen. They're human beings, if that's what you mean, indulging their favorite pastime of trying to destroy each other. The hovercraft has stopped, and the men clamber out. Guns in hand, they survey the dunes. Time we went, come on. The three travelers sidle cautiously along behind thickets of grass and mounds of sand. By the hovercraft, Anton gestures for Curly to circle round to the right, whilst he and Rod move left. A stealthy game of cat and mouse amongst the sand dunes ensues. Suddenly, the doctor and his friends find themselves face to face with the mean features of Curly. Before he can fire his gun, however, Jamie leaps on him and lands a well-aimed punch. Curly is out cold. Anton and Rod look up the sound of a small helicopter coming into land. I know those markings. That's Astrid's runabout. What's she doing here? Interfering. We've got to get to him before she does. The helicopter swoops in to land close to the doctor's party. Sure enough, Astrid is at the controls. Leaps from the craft and calls to them. Over here! Run! Let's go! Let's go! Come on! It's our engine! Hurry! Come on! The doctor and Jamie half drag Victoria towards the helicopter. They all bundle aboard as Anton and Rod come within firing range. The helicopter takes off again, bullets flying all around it. Two men continue to shoot as their would-be prey is carried further away into the skies over the ocean. In the cockpit, Victoria clings to Jamie for dear life. Any time you're welcome rescue. Don't speak to me for a moment, please. Astrid is struggling with the controls. 
what is this thing, Doctor? It's a helicopter, Jamie. Huh? A chopper. You know, a whirly bird. He says it's a bird. No, no, no. It's a, it's a primitive form of flying machine. Well, at least we're safe now, aren't we? Depends on what you mean by being safe. They've shot a hole in the fuel tank. We might blow up any minute. As the helicopter flies on, Anton and Rod are helping their dazed cohort back down the beach and into the hovercraft. Rising from the sand, the vehicle turns and speeds out across the waves. Astrid flies on, keeping an anxious eye on the helicopter's instruments. For a while, the gorillas trail the helicopter at sea level. But their hovercraft is no match for Astrid's piloting skills. Soon, Anton and his men are left behind. After a while, the helicopter leaves the ocean and heads inland. Here we go. They descend towards a small landing pad situated outside a solitary bungalow. safely down, the occupants disembark and make for the house. Wait, you're hurt. Nothing. We're lucky to be still alive. Jamie, give her a hand. They help Astrid into her living room. Come along inside. <coughs> I'm all right. Let's have a look at it. You're not, and please don't argue. Now, Victoria, bring some warm water, will you? Well, where's the kitchen? Through the arch. There's a medical kit in the bathroom through there. Go and fetch it, will you, Jamie? Right. Well, come and sit down. Nothing. It's just a scratch. We'll see. He sits beside her and tears the sleeve of her blouse uh, yes. to reveal an open wound. Who are you? You mean you don't know? No, why should I? Well, you went to such a great deal of trouble to save us. Ah, here we are. Thank you, Jimmy. Do you know how to use those things? Oh, don't worry. The doctor will fix you up just fine. Oh, you're a doctor? Well, not of any medical significance. Doctor of law? Philosophy? Which law? Whose philosophy is, eh? Oh, I see. You're determined to be mysterious. Uh, um, doctor of science? Septic spray, that should be right. A doctor of divinity, then. You'll run out of doctors in a minute. Ah. You haven't told us your name yet. Astrid Ferrier. Ah, Miss Ferrier, this is Victoria, and this is Jamie. Well, now, this won't take a minute. Just want to clean it off. Be as gentle as I can. There we are. Who are these men? Why are they so determined to kill us? Kill you. They hate you. Me? I'm the nicest possible person. <laughs> oh, at least I should say they hate the person that they think you are. Passionately and completely. Can't we tell them they made a mistake? There wouldn't be time. They seem remarkably dedicated. They are. There. He finishes dressing the wound. Tell me, Miss Felia. Do you hate me? Far from it. To me, you're the most wonderful and marvellous man that's ever dropped out of the skies. <sighs> Will you do something for me? Anything. Anything at all. It'll probably cost you your life. 
Oh, but it would be worth it. Well, that's that's comforting anyway. What is it you want me to do? Let me take you to the man I work for, Giles Kent. He'll explain everything you want to know. I don't think so, Miss Felia. No, I'm sorry. <clears throat> With sudden conviction, the doctor stands up to leave. Uh, can we not just listen, doctor? There's no harm in that. There's a great deal of harm in it. You don't suppose Miss Ferrier saved our skins for our sakes, do you? Uh, what is it you want us for? You resemble very closely a man who's determined to be dictator of the world. A man who'll stop at nothing. A dictator? Like Napoleon? Who is he? Salamander. Salamander? I know it's surprising. Let me take you to Giles Kent. Oh, you're not going to agree? The whir of a hover motor outside signals trouble. Anton and his friends have arrived. The back door, hurry! <laughs> Too late! Enough! They conceal themselves as Rod, gun in hand, advances through the back door. As he passes through the archway into the living room, Astrid grabs his arm and throws him against the wall. They flee as Rod staggers to his feet. Come on! A fusillade of shots rip through the window. Rod falls to the floor dead as Anton and Curly burst in through the front door. But I... He was framed against the window. I saw him. He was trying to get out. No, I can't now. They'll get away. There they are. Curly fires aimlessly through the window. If we can get up in the air above them, we can finish this. Now let's get to that helicopter. Running along the side of the house, the SKPs find refuge in a ditch.